We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey! Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ritter Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Thursday, it is February 21st, it's 2019, and we have... Six basketball games. Yes, basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy. Hopefully you had an awesome, awesome um, all-star break. Will, Chief Justice 06, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, man, I'm excited. I don't, uh, hopefully the listeners can tell. Definitely ready to get back on the grind with some NBA. Uh, I've been following the news all week. Started out pretty quiet. You know, I don't know why I thought we were going to be able to come back on air and have it have it pretty much broken out smooth sailing, but uh, it's not going to be like that at all. So I, I'm pumped, man, ready to get back going. Got some nice prize pools out there all across the industry, uh, top to bottom. It's exciting, man. De- definitely glad to get back in and hang out with you a little bit. Uh, we hadn't talked in like a week, so not officially anyway. I mean, obviously we text and stuff like that, but. I haven't been on air in a week, so I'm pumped, man. Ready to get going for sure. Favorite thing you did over the All-Star break? Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious, man. I I think I got a good night's rest. So I think the first night of the break, seriously, I've been watching uh, Designated Survivor on Netflix. Oh, there you go. Good show. yeah, I, I love that show, man. Um, so I, I kind of started it. I'm already on season two. So I think one night I really did binge watch it, like probably till two or three in the morning. But other than that, man, I, I've been I've been getting rest because I knew, you know, NBA's coming back, and then in about a month we're gonna have baseball. So 
I said, let me get as much rest as I can right now because it, it, I won't be able to do it soon. So, I'm, I, but yeah, that, that's the best thing I did, man. Sleep is always a good thing. I don't even know what sleep is. Um, <laughs> so, I'm glad one of us got some sleep. But yeah, I'm ready to talk some basketball. Um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotor Grinders link so we guys get access to any promos that we do with Fantasy Draft. We do have that awesome Listeners League back. Um, I will have the link posted in the comments section as soon as you listen to it. They are on top of their game. They've already sent it to me. Um, so I think this is just going to carry over from the week that we um, um, you know, ended up right before the All-Star break. So if you played in it, uh, make sure you're checking it out. But um, – Awesome, awesome stuff here. So, yeah, uh, if you haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, now's the time to check them out. Play in our listeners' league. Uh, get to play against Will and I, and um, you know, hopefully, if we don't win it, you guys win it. Um, because obviously, you're going to be listening. So, I hope you, one of you guys take it down. Will, we have six basketball games to talk about. Uh, you mentioned baseball. Uh, man, I'm still so excited um, for baseball. Man, I just woof. I'm so ready for baseball. Yeah, I listen. Th this is my this is my sweet spot of the year. Uh, th this this is where I, I try to bring home as much bacon as possible. Um, you know, so I guess November through God, we'll see. Baseball kind of runs through October, or yeah. Anyway, baseball uh, doesn't stop. Yeah, it's so. But still, like you know, this this is my sweet spot. I don't play as much during the playoffs for baseball, so really, I'm I'm more like a regular season baseball person. So, uh, anyway, th this is like my sweet spot of the year, uh, and and I, I'm all in on all three sports right now. Once once baseball hits, NBA, golf, and uh, and MLB, and then now I'm, I'm dabbing a little NASCAR. Uh, so. I'll probably have four sports going right now. So this it's just a sweet spot for me, man. I'm 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 pumped. All right. Um let's talk the slate. You know, obviously the you know, six games, not too big of a slate here. Let's start with Phoenix and Cleveland. Two nineteen total here, Cleveland favored by one. TJ Warren has already ruled out for this game, and so is Tristan Thompson. Everybody else should be good to go. It is right after the all-star break. Uh so we have a really good idea of what we're looking at. Uh Kevin Love. We don't know what we're looking at minutes-wise, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. What are we looking at here on the Phoenix side of things? Well, first of all, bombshell dropped today. I've been following this news all week, even up through yesterday, I think. Um, it was looking like T.J. Warren was was probable, and then boom, out of the blue, now he's out. So, I mean, Josh Jackson, Devin Booker, uh, Kelly Oubre, these guys are all great plays now. Uh, they're going to play big minutes. DeAndre Ayton's a good play. I mean, these guys are going to play big minutes. Uh, I mean, this is just two of the worst teams in the league. This is this is actually one of my favorite spots to to target for DFS. Uh, I mean, we've got some other games that are coming up that have some really, really, really high-profile players because of the news, and I love those guys. But uh, right out of the gates, I, I do think th – this is one of those slates where I think, you know, we've got three early games – I, I think these three, all three early games are going to be super important. And I, I definitely don't think there isn't a shortage here. But I mean, if I had to target, you know, the main pieces, I think Booker, 
Booker Bridges, Jackson, Aiden, Ubre. Those those would be my five targets. Um, and I know that see, seems like a lot. If you know, for those of you that are playing one lineup, I think I filter it down to Booker and, and Jackson. Those would be my my top two. Uh, and Ubre, excuse me, because on DK, uh, Ubre at fifty eight hundred. I like that price. And then you've got Jackson uh, at at, at uh, fifty nine hundred. So. But those three, those would be my three guys if I was going to be be targeting them on uh, on DK. Yeah, you know, you look at it, and obviously we, we want to pick on Cleveland. They're, they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Um, when you look at this game, it's two out of the top three worst defensive efficiency teams in the in the NBA. So uh, obviously, there's some goodness here. Booker at 7,700. Uh, you you talked about him, but the price, like. 7700 for Booker is a steal. Um, this is a guy that should be in the 9Ks most nights. Uh, he's a guy that can go for 60 any night. So I really like Devin Booker here. Um, yes. you know, Jackson, Jackson's been a guy we, we've – I wouldn't say we trust Jackson, um, but outside of the game against the Clippers right before the All-Star break where at that time everybody's ready just for the All-Star break, um, he had five fouls. He had a lot of foul trouble. Don't really expect to see the same thing here. So I like Booker. I don't mind Jackson. Don't mind Aiton. But really the guy that I'm going to be here, like Booker. Booker is my guy on this Phoenix, uh, you know, Suns team. Um, let's talk Cavs here. Well, I, I do the val- value plays uh, on, on RG on lineup HQ for premium. And Osman is a guy that really stood out to me as far as value plays go for the slate. I hate playing this guy. But he seems criminally underpriced on FanDuel, DraftKings, and Fantasy Draft for the slate. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, man. He, he's a guy I've got my eye on. My only concern with Osman, and I, I know Kevin Love, you know, played a little bit. So, so first of all, there, there's just no way I'm playing Kevin Love on uh, on, on DK at 6900. Just, just absolutely not. Um, you know, we do have a report that's talking about he's he's not going to be resting anymore. He is still going to be on a minutes restriction. I actually do think he's probably going to play 20 to 25 minutes this game. Uh, he's had an extra week to kind of get going. So I, I do think he'll play a few extra minutes, but just on DK, there's no way I'm, I'm going to play him at that price. But we've got Colin Sexton now, 4,900, going against Phoenix, has been playing big minutes. Uh, I think he's he's in the mix. For some reason, Jordan Clarkson is 5,700 on DK. He's for sure in the mix. Jordan Clarkson, he's a guy I had been playing every night. And, of course, I didn't play him against Brooklyn. He dropped 64. I played him every night before that. Uh, no big deal. It is what it is. But 5,700 still, that's too cheap. You know, you got Osmond, 5K. That's too cheap. Uh, I, I don't think we have to reach with David Nawaba this time because I think Stauskas is going to, you know, eat into a few of his minutes. Uh, Larry Nance at 7,200. I, I, I actually don't hate it. We've seen Aiden really struggle uh, at the center position, so I, I, I don't hate Larry Nance. The problem is I'm just trying to figure out if they're going to give Nance the minutes. He did foul out in the Brooklyn game, still played 33 minutes. So I, I, I still like Nance here. But uh, And then, then you've also got Marquise Chris at 4,500. I think I'd just side with him over Kevin Love. You know, Got a little bit of narrative street here. Going against Phoenix, I know he made his pit stop in Houston, but you know you can't tell me this guy doesn't want to have a big game here. So I mean, he's Cleveland. 
piece pieces, the affordable pieces, they're just in play, man. There's just no way around it. Chris Osman, uh, uh, Clarkson, Sexton, all of these guys are in play. I, I like all of them for, for tournaments and cash games, actually. I, I think they're all really affordable and, and very fairly priced. Yeah, and it, you know, it's kind of tough to go off the Brooklyn game. Three overtimes? Was it two or three overtimes? Um, the last game for Cleveland right before the break. And- yeah, it, it was three, but, but still, even outside of that, if you look at these guys' box scores, they've been playing really well, even outside of th- – the three overtime games, so I, I'm not going to let that fool me. These guys have been playing. No, I meant more of minutes. Uh, yeah. I'm not talking yeah. about production. I'm just saying, like, you know, Kevin Love was resting um, for that game, right? Um, and and uh, Chris Chris fouled out. Um, he probably would have played more minutes. He fouled out before the end of regulation. Um, yeah. Um. I'm just looking at it. I'm just trying to make sure we're not missing anybody. I, I'm with you. I don't like Nawaba um, as much. I think Zizek is a guy that I'll stay away from um, now that like Nance and Love and Chris is there. But I really think everybody else is fair game. Um, I still, uh, you know, you look at the minutes for Sexton right before the break, and like the minutes are so good for $4,900 player. Um, so like he's a guy that I'm looking at here. I'm just I'm more worried about the front court. Like there's a lot of pieces to this front court now, and that worries me. You know, there's Kevin Love, who's a big question mark. There's Nance, there's Chris. You know, Zizek is still there. Um so the front court worries me a little bit, but outside of that, man, like I really think like Clarkson and Osman and Sexton are guys I'm looking at with fringe pieces uh, of potential Chris, Nance, and even Kevin Love, because if you get Kevin Love right and he plays 30 minutes out of nowhere um he he absolutely crushes for you i just until i see love play 30 minutes i can't pull the trigger yeah i, I will say this on, on a site like FanDuel, okay where love is 5700 i think if you're multi-entering he's going to be low owned because everybody's afraid to play him right now and, and you said the key component if you play him and you get him right on the game, he plays 30 minutes where they said he was going to play 20, you're going to be sitting pretty. And, and I think I think until the price comes up over there, I think that's the approach you take. Um, but on, on DraftKings, I just don't think you can pay 6900 for him. And I'd only play him if I was going mass multi-entry. I wouldn't play him if I was playing five lineups. But if I'm going 20 to 25, I, I think you get him in three or four for sure. All right, um, let's move on. We got Miami at Philadelphia, 218 um, total here, Philly minus nine. Now, that's what it opened as. Um, as I always talk about, I always do lines as they open. But I did the, the line before the Embiid news came out. So I went back, I looked, and this line obviously has changed. It is now Philly minus six and a half with a 219 and a half total. So the line came down for Philly, two and a half points. And well, they're still favorites, but the line, you know, the line, the total of the game went up uh, one and a half points. So let's start with, oh, obviously Embiid's out. Uh, Gordon Dragic is questionable. Derek Jones is questionable. Um, let's start with Miami. What are we looking at here on the Heat? Oh, man, I, I, I kind of – I really don't want to play too many guys from the Heat today. 
Uh, and listen, I, I've been talking about Philly in their defense and how I felt like they've been fraudulent. The only reason why I don't like a lot of the pieces from Miami is just because I like too many other pieces from other spots and I don't want to oversaturate myself. But I, I do think the, the biggest tournament player of the day is Hassan Whiteside. Uh, 7,300. Listen, he, he's going to have trouble with Boban in, in certain spots, but I think Boban is also going to have a little trouble with him. And, and so at 7,300, uh, I, I, I think it's probably – I feel like it's worth the risk, and, and that's the approach I'm going to take. I just – I feel like it's worth the risk. Uh, Dion Waiters, you know, if, if Drogic comes back, then I think his minutes may go down a little bit. But he's a guy I really like in this spot as well. Um, but that's about it. I, I, if, if Drogic comes back, it's really going to, you know, I feel like – mess up our guard minutes a little bit, maybe outside of Josh Richardson, who I feel like is 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 the guy that's got the, the safest minutes flow on this team. But even him, I just I don't think I need him on this slate. But but the, the main guy that I'm really concerned about, Hassan Whiteside, 70 uh he's well he's 7300 on FanDuel. Um on DK we've got him I think he's six yeah sixty seven hundred I, I think I think this is a extremely high upside play here that could really pay off in this spot. So I just got done writing this guy up. I love Dwayne Wade today. Um, he's oh, like really cheap on FanDuel. He's really cheap on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft as well. Um, criminally underpriced. Um, you know, not the greatest individual matchup, but again, like. Dwayne Wade's a bench player. He's going to get second team. Um, he is a very high usage guy off the bench, 26.4% this season. We look at the last 10 games, and he's only been under 26% usage one time, and that was at Denver. Um, so this is a spot that I really, really, really like Dwayne Wade. Um it's his going away party at this point. Uh, Miami is not doing anything this season. They're not going to win a championship, obviously. He's going out on a going away party. He's going to be going to these places for the last time in his career. He's going to get standing ovations everywhere he goes. He's one of the most respected players in the NBA. Um, he's just too cheap today um, everywhere. Uh, I love Dwayne Wade. He's probably one of my favorite plays. Well, I'm already going to tell you he's my 7X guy, so don't even think about it. Um, under 5K today, he's my guy. It's just I love Dwayne Wade today. I like the white side call. I hadn't really thought about white side here. Um, but I, I certainly like the upside at this price. Obviously, he can bust any night, but I, I love chasing the upside games. So um, don't mind white side. Obviously, waiters, like you said, we're going to have to take the wait-and-see approach to see if Gordon Drogic plays or not because that's definitely going to hurt waiters' minutes. Um we, we've seen him get a little bit of a bump now that Tyler Johnson's gone, but if, if Goran Dragic comes back, Waders probably takes the biggest bump. Richardson's still going to get his. Um, so I, I like this spot a lot for Dwayne Wade, and that's my main target on the Miami side. Yeah, yeah, I got you, man. Uh, you know, one other thing I guess that, that I'll add is if he's got it going, they, they will let him play a little extra. So, you know, like, you know, even in that last 10-game stretch, I mean, he's got a game of 29 minutes, 26 minutes, 29, 27, 23, 28, 28. You know, if he's got it going, they'll stretch him out a little bit. 
not every game, but but they will let him get a little extra run. So I, I, I like that call. You know, D Wade wasn't a guy that was high on my list, but uh, I, I'll definitely get him in a few more lineups. Um, Philadelphia side of things. What are we looking at here on the 76ers? Man, well, everybody's starting with Boban, and I think that's the right call. Uh, this isn't this isn't the Los Angeles Clippers, folks. So don't let the Doc Rivers bias get to you. And I know you might be saying, Will, we're not crazy. You know, we know he's not in LA. And I get that. But we've got to understand that he's now with the Clippers. And Brett Brown, I think, I think Boban doesn't play less than 25 minutes in this spot. I, I don't think he plays less than 25. And at that rate, you have to play him. Uh, the guy put up 25 points against the Knicks. Yes, it was the Knicks. I get it. In 14 minutes. And and now there's no Joel Embiid. Uh, he put up, you know, 27 fantasy points against Toronto in 17 minutes, uh, s- something similar against Detroit. I, I just think Boban's to play today. And now we're going to get Joel Embiid out over a week. I, I'm thinking, well, they, they're saying about a week. I, I'm going to say over a week just because of how the, the schedule's going to break out, I think. And uh, so – Boban, you just you just start with him. I, I don't think I don't think we need to overthink it. His ownership is going to be really high, but in this spot, thirty five hundred. If Boban gives you thirty five fantasy points, you're going to. I think it's worth it, and I think that's probably about where where he will be uh, in this spot. I think a double double is incoming for sure. So just wanted to get that out of the way. He's chalky, but I really like him. Uh, my next favorite play got to be Ben Simmons. Uh, I just think with with no Embiid in in the in the equation, I I think you know that's one one less high usage guy uh, out of that you know uh, that core group of guys that they have, and I think it's going to pay off. Obviously, everybody knows it's uh, Australian Heritage Day. Um, I you know if if you want to buy in the narrative street, go ahead. I think last year on Australian Heritage Day, he put up something like 19, 18, and 10 or something like that. It, it was somewhere around there. Uh, but even outside of that, the fact that there's no Joel Embiid, I, I really, really, really uh, like Ben Simmons here. And I also like Jimmy Butler. I, I think the guy out of the group that I don't like as much is Tobias. But I, I think all of these guys are in play as well. So I'm, I'm not really going to play the bench guys. But the main piece, even J.J. Reddick. J.J. Reddick's another guy I, I really, really, really like on this slate. So, uh, you know, did, didn't mean to oversaturate it there, but I really like those guys. Those those are all guys I'm going to have in the mix. So the easiest thing here um, is, you know, you talked about all this, and let's just back it up with some stats. Uh, ben Simmons, 4.5% usage rate increase. When Embiid and Chandler and Muscala are off the floor. Um, Butler 5.1% and JJ Reddick 6.8%. So, you know, obviously everybody will just talked about everybody's getting a bump. Um, Butler sees a nice bump. Ben Simmons sees a nice bump. Um, we don't have a large sample size on Tobias, but he's averaging under a fantasy point per minute with Embiid off the floor. So Embiid opens up the court a lot for everybody. And um, one thing that I do like here is Simmons. Um, he's certainly somebody that's high up on my list uh, today. But I'm not, I'm not going to sleep on Butler or J.J. Redick either. Um, I'm, op- I'm perfectly okay even in a tough defensive matchup looking at maybe two or three 
Sixers without Embiid because Embiid has such a high usage rate um, that he makes a huge difference not being on the floor. Um, so it's a it's a it's a nice little spot to you know look at these guys, target these guys, call it a day. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, they, I mean, they really don't have a lot of extra guys that I think they're going to roll out for extra minutes. Jonah Bolden will probably get, uh, you know, uh, for sure. I think Jonah Bolden will get. 50, if somewhere around 15 to 25 minutes. I know that's a wide range, but I'm almost positive that's what he's, he'll get. And maybe TJ McConnell will, will get a few extra, maybe Jonathan Simmons. But for the most part, I think this starting group, they're all going to play 35 minutes, you know, somewhere around there. And if Bobine gets to 30, look out. So I, I'm, I'm really excited about these guys and, and what the production I think we'll get from them. You know, what's crazy about Boban, too, is he, he really only needs about 20 minutes. And if we're projecting him to get over 20 minutes um, at this price, he's certainly a guy that could crush it. Uh, let's move on. Portland at Brooklyn. No total in this game. This is the na- This is the game we're waiting on the news um, right after the All-Star break. What big shocker um, that we're waiting on some news here. Uh, Portland side of things, you know, Lillard's questionable. Um, everything I've read – says Cantor should be available, but I'm going to put him as question mark until we get official word on it. Yeah. He should be good to go. Um, and, and then on the Brooklyn side of things, Dinwiddie is still out. Um, let's start with Portland here. Obviously, this really, really depends on Damian Lillard. Um, you know, if Lillard doesn't play, who are we looking at the most from Portland – because realistically it could be three guys or we just play McCollum. Uh, what are you looking at here on the, on the trailblazers? Yeah, I, I, this is, this is a hot button spot for me. I, I've got a lot of interest in these guys. Uh, Brooklyn is a competitive team. You know how I feel about competitive matchups. And uh, it, so let's go. I'm going to start with if Dame is in, if, is that, if that's okay. You cool with yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead. Right ahead. Yeah. Let's start with if Dame is in. So if Dame is in, you just play Damian Lillard. I won't play McCollum. I won't play Curry. Uh, you know, and then I do think Aminu is cheap enough so at forty one hundred. He's a guy I've got on my list. Like that's just a guy I'll cycle through in the cheap plays. But even to start out the week, Nurkic was my favorite center. Period. Uh, all, across all sites across the industry. So he's a guy I'm just not going to get off of. So uh, you know, on two center sites. It's probably going to be, you know, a combination of Nurkic and Boban, Nurkic and Whiteside, Nurkic and Bo, you know what I'm saying? Something, something similar to that. On, on a one-center site, you know, he's just a guy I'll have in my pool. But Nurkic, if Dame so, is in oh, – All ahead. right, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to interrupt you because yeah, – sure, sure. I, I just – the question that I have and what the listeners are probably going to be thinking, like, does Cantor being on Portland – worry you that Nurkic might go down to like 25 minutes or do you think that he continues to play 30 we've we've seen him do it in 25 minutes and crush it's Brooklyn obviously it's it's a great matchup regardless but does Cantor being there worry you no because I don't ever and this is me I don't ever project Nurkic over 30 minutes and that and that's me personally ever I, I don't project him past 28 minutes for any game ever just because, you know, when I look at his game log overall, that I feel like that's about the average you get. 
So, you know, in, in some games he'll play more. In some games he'll play less. But overall, I feel like his average is around 28 minutes. So I, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to affect him. The guy I do think it might affect maybe maybe Zach Collins, but I don't I don't think they're going to try to pull Nurkic uh, too much out of the mix. I mean, most games he's played 25 to 30 anyway. So the answer to your question, no, I, I don't think Canada's going to affect this man. Yeah, and like I said, I I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was going. Oh, no, all good. Uh, yeah. Because- you know, obviously, like, I have a bunch of question marks. And, like, Nurkic, for me, like you said, he's not a high-minutes guy. So, a matchup with Brooklyn, he plays 25 minutes. If he plays the high end at 28 minutes, like, you know, he's obviously going to crush. But I do think, like, something to note here is, you know, guys like Jake Lehman might take a little bit of a decrease with Cantor being there. But, again, we have no idea if Cantor's even going to play and what type of role he's going to have. Obviously, for him to sign a contract there – there was some talk about him playing. Uh, obviously, they're going to oh, yeah. play five minutes. Um, so, yeah. You know, uh, you know, the other thing that we got to note is, like, you now Rodney Hood's there now, too. And, you know, they, they had no issue with rolling Rodney Hood out uh, 25 minutes against Golden State right before the break. And that was only his third or fourth game with this team. And now he's had a whole all-star break to kind of get familiar with this team. So, you know, there's a lot of minutes and a lot of pieces here. If Dame plays, I'm being very careful. I'm with you. Um, you know, obviously Lillard's in play if he plays. Nurkic, like you said, I don't mind Aminu. But, again, I, I'm concerned minutes just overall. Um, is Aminu going to be the guy that takes the big hit in minutes? You know, is certainly something that I'm concerned with if, if this all comes down to it. Um, let's talk Lillard out. Uh, obviously, yeah. if we look at the numbers this season, you know, CJ McCollum, 35% usage rate with with Lillard off the floor. It's through the roof. It's really high. Usage definitely helps, Will, but usage doesn't yes. always equal production. And when we look at McCollum, just because he's getting this massive 7.7% 7, 7. usage rate, per 36 minutes, it's only 3.68 fantasy points per, per 36 higher than his season average, he's not the biggest bump. Aminu's been the biggest bump with Lillard off the floor as far as fantasy production's going. What are we looking at here if Lillard sits? So if, if Lillard sits, I've got another collection of guys, and uh, I, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I, I'll, I'll give you these couple names. These are guys I think will all lose minutes. Myers Leonard, Mo Harkless, and Evan Turner. Those are, your, those are guys I had pegged to lose a lot of minutes. Um, and so even with Dame out, those are still going to be the three guys that I think lose. Uh, obviously, I think Seth Curry will start. Um, he, he's a guy. He would be a value guy that if he's starting 3,200, I think he's, he's a good value. I'd still play McCullum in this spot and, uh, and Nurkic. And then I think my next guy uh, will, will for sure be Jake Lehman because uh, I think even though it might not show it as much in the numbers – I think Lehman would shoot just a few more shots, and he's shown the ability to be pretty efficient when he's out there, and he's done it for, for a sustained amount of time. So, like, if you look at his, his, his last 10 games, five of nine, shot really poorly, two for seven against OKC, and shot really poorly against Atlanta, two for eight. But outside of that, five for nine, nine for 15, four for eight, 11 for 17, five for 10, four for seven, five for seven, seven for nine. Uh, and he's doing doing a lot of damage at three point line. So he's a guy. I, I think he'll be efficient. 
And so he would he would be a guy that if Damon's out, I I for sure look at him. But those those would be the guys that 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 I, I'd have included, along with the Minu, of course, because he's a guy I've got on my list already. All right. So last question on Portland before we move on. We spent a lot of time on them, but it's only a six game slate. We do what we want. Um you're multi-entering. I'm not. I'm playing one lineup like I always do. Do you roll out any Ennis Cantor? Okay. On FanDuel, no. On every other site, if if I get the news, because we, we should have the news pretty early in this game. If I get news that he's in, I'm rolling him out. He's not on the injury report. I just looked. So Right. Assuming that he's going to play, and assuming that there was talk before he signed a contract, you know, he got bought out, so he could go pretty much wherever he wanted. That offered him contracts. Assuming that, like, Cantor wants to play, um, and that was the biggest thing with New York; they just weren't playing him. So, I don't yeah. know, man. I I'd roll him out a little bit because I think he gets twenty minutes in this game against the Nets. Right, that that that's that's the point I'm making right there. I think he gets 20 minutes, guaranteed almost. Uh, and listen, I could be wrong, but they 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 never really had a true backup center anyway. Zach Collins is more of a hybrid. Myers Leonard is more of a hybrid. So I actually think, even though he's really bad defensively, I think he feels a need for this team, and I think he can log legitimate backup center minutes. And he can keep this this game going if, if you know if it's tied and he, he's got he'll, he'll be another scoring punch off the bench. If he gets twenty minutes. I think he can get there. I think if I'm roll if I'm multi entering today, I have exposure to Cantor. Uh, yeah, for sure. Let's talk Brooklyn. You know, we spent a lot of time on Portland. Um, yeah. What are we looking at here on the Brooklyn side of things? Yeah. So I, I was hoping that I could just quit playing this team, okay? And a couple weeks ago, I decided that I wasn't going to play them. I was done. But I've been I've been kind of tracking them, and they I feel like they've got a little bit better handle on a rotation now, and everybody's cheap enough to play. So if all these guys were 5,500, 6K, I wouldn't think about it. But when you've got Jared Allen, 4,900, yeah, I know he's going to be going against Nurkic. That's too cheap. Uh, you know, you've got Damari Carroll, 4,100. I, I think that's too cheap. You know, Trevion Graham, I think, is a guy that won't play as many minutes down the stretch, so I'm not really worried about him. So so he's a guy I don't think is going to play as many. And Karuks is a guy that I don't, that I don't think is going to play as many. Jared Dudley is back. God forbid, I hope they don't roll him out there for 30 minutes, so they need to be shot. Uh, Karis Levert played played big minutes in an overtime game, so I think I think he's going to be in the twenty six to twenty eight minute range most games, unless they're just going to lift 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 the restriction. And then you've got our three point champion, Mr. Joe Harris at forty three hundred, who's been playing really well. I mean, you look at his last few games thirty five, thirty five, twenty nine, twenty nine, and he's done something similar most of the season. So uh, really like Joe Harris, and then you got Alan Crabb as well playing 30 minutes. And so they've got this really odd collection of guys that are all playing a couple guys playing in the mid twenties, but they've got a few guys like Russell Harris. And I, you know, I want to add Levert. I want to give him one extra game, but these Russell and Harris are kind of the stable guys. 
And then Alan Crabb coming off the bench, he's he's played about 30 minutes, and I think that's around where he'll be. So those three guys, I actually am ready to hop back on the Brooklyn train. And uh, if, if, you know, if, if this team is going to win, I think Russ will be a big part of that at 8,200. Uh, I don't hate it. Does anybody have the, a wider range that you can think of, maybe white side, between floor and ceiling than D'Angelo Russell? Um, yeah. You know, he is the definition of a tournament play. Like Absolutely. A, a guy you never would play in cash games, but a, a guy that you know can go for 50-plus any night. Uh, love D'Angelo Russell for tournaments. Um, I like Levert more than you do. Um, the fact that they rolled out Levert, I know it was a double or triple overtime game um, the other night, but uh, nothing came out afterwards um, as far as you know him being hurt or banged up. Um so I just look at it and I'm like, you know, I think that I think that we see him play his 28 to 30 minutes here at 5100. I think there's upside at that price. Um, is he a lock and load play? No, but he is certainly somebody that I'm looking at in tournaments at this price. Um, I'm going to probably disagree with you a little bit on Allen, just knowing how many centers that we have on the slate. I don't think we need Allen today. Yeah, he's cheap, but give me Boban cheaper. Give me Cantor higher. That you know Nurkic higher. I just I I play a lot less lineups, and for me, just Allen's not going to make the cut into my top three centers today. So I don't even think I'd have him as a top five center today. Um, let, let me play devil's advocate for a minute. Hello, I'm here. No, I'm okay. Letting, letting you do your thing. So look, so like I said, on FanDuel, I, I don't I don't I don't want to play him at all. But on, on, on a two-center site like DK, you know, if if Allen goes for one of those 40, 50-point games, you'll need him across all sites anyway. But I, I think Allen and uh, and a Boban combo can really just – it can open up a lot. You can pretty much play every other person you want in that upper range. I I, I think that's a, a possibility if you're multi-entering, like I said – you know, full disclosure, everybody today, today is my multi-entry day. So I don't do it every day, but today is one of those days. And, and I think, you know, I, I, I just think that's an option to really open up your lineup. I think you can play a Greek or LeBron, or, you know, and do some different things. So that, that's my that's my main reason for for considering uh, uh, Allen today. Yeah, just for me, I just look at Allen's price and it's just like he's so close to like a Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade and Boban can open everything up too. So, yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. Moving out. We head to Milwaukee, where two of the best teams in the East face off. What an awesome little game. Um. Right after the All Star break, we get this one. We get Houston, LA. Um. Basketball game wise, there there's good games. Um. Let's talk Boston, Milwaukee here. It is a 228 total. Milwaukee favored by five. Baines is out. Gordon Hayward is questionable. And Miritic is probable to make his debut, right? I don't think he played right before the All-Star break. Um, Boston, pretty much full strength here. What are we looking at here on the Celtics? Well, it looks like Kyrie's back. And uh, you know what that means. That means I'm going to be on the Kyrie train. Uh, he's a guy that I, I really like today, uh, 9,200. Uh, I think this is fair. I was trying to – I thought I already had it pulled up, but I was trying to find a head-to-head between him and Greek, even though I know it's not um, – they're not going to be matched up with each other per se. 
Uh, I just know, I feel like I've had it in my head that Kyrie Irving has really, really, really played big time ball against, you know, your, your, your Milwaukee Bucks. So um, I, I was tr- kind of trying to get that. I haven't been able to pull it up yet. Maybe I'll have it, you know, by the time we circle back and I can plug it in, but if not, um, it's still, he's still a guy I'll, I'll, I'll be looking at, but um, I just, I, I like Kyrie today. Um, I think, I, I think, I just think he's going to have a big-time performance here. And I think if they're going to stay competitive, uh, I think he's going to be the reason why they're on the road. Um, and so I think they're going to need his scoring punch. Um, Horford is a guy just – I think now his price is catching up, so I'm just not as excited. Well, he's 6K on DK, so he's fair there. But, you know, on FanDuel, he's a little bit more expensive. Uh, but, but that's about it for me. Tatum at 59, I like it, but I, I don't want to play him. On this slate, I just think it's the wrong slate to kind of take take a, a shot on these guys. And then you've got Brown and Smart. Jalen Brown is just a guy I kind of don't play with Kyrie in the in the lineup, but Marcus Smart at forty four hundred, he's a guy I still take a shot on just because he'll still play around thirty minutes, and uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I don't love as much as this is a great game. I don't love this game for DFS. Um, I do think the studs show up here, uh, Giannis and Kyrie, but. You know, you just look at this game overall, and it's just like, you know, it's a game that the pace of play is not extremely fast. Um, neither team has a, a implied total higher than their season average. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, a really, really good basketball game, but where are we benefiting? Uh, Boston's third in, in, in the league in defensive efficiency, and Milwaukee's second. So, where we were talking about Cleveland and Phoenix being two of the worst three teams, these are two of the three best teams in defensive efficiency at full strength. Yeah, it's a great game. Go watch it. It's going to be a great game to watch. But for DFS, it's not like we're getting a discount on Giannis or Kyrie against the two of the better defenses at those positions. We have some sample size. You know, in two games at 36 minutes an average, Kyrie's averaging 43.5. 43.5 is not enough at 9,200, even on this slate. Giannis, on the other hand, in two games at 34 minutes, is averaging 53.6. 53.6 for 10-8 is solid. Does it win you a slate? Probably not. So I have my reservations as far as this whole game goes. Seeing how they use Miritic on Milwaukee, who does it hurt? Looking at Boston full strength, I, I, you know, you look at Boston and Kyrie is a beast, but like they move the ball better when Kyrie is off the floor, and you know Kyrie is a is a difference maker. Don't get me wrong, but this team is a really good team, and like obviously Kyrie makes them better, but he also hurts too. Uh, they don't move the ball as much as they do with him off the floor to open up some of these other guys, so. Really, Will, I'm probably not playing any of these guys uh, on this slate. And could it be a mistake? Yeah. But on the flip side, like, why are we playing guys that are priced up against really good defenses just because the game is really good? If I was going to play this game, last thing I'll say, if I was going to play this game, I would probably stack it and uh, hope that it's really close back and forth. You get the high total. But... Give me the Houston LA game next before I'm I'm stacking this game up. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a game I'm definitely not stacking, but 
you know how I feel about Kyrie. I, I, I just know Kyrie can drop 60 on anybody, and I'm not willing to to miss out on him doing that on a six-game slate. And sure. If he if he hits 60, forget it. You're, you're going to need him in that. So that's that's the approach I'm taking. Uh, it, pretty much the same thing for Greek. So we can almost just rewind the tape. I'm not really going to have anyone from Milwaukee either, but just these two players, I, I'm just not willing to fade them on this slate. Um, anything else from Milwaukee? I know we talked Boston. Anything from Milwaukee? Yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, Malcolm Brogdon is a little bit too cheap at 5K. Like, he really is too cheap at that price. But uh, outside of that, I, I don't really j- – just just play Greek. I mean, Miritich at 59, I wouldn't even play him for that price. So pretty much just uh, just Greek and Brogdon. I mean, Brooke Lopez, 4,500. I get it. Um but yeah, but that's it. Pretty much just Greek and Braga. Um. All right, let's move on to the ten thirty games, the West Coast games. Yes. We start with Houston at LA, taking on the Lakers. Two thirty three total. Houston favored by two. Uh, Clint Capella expected to play. Shumpert is out. Lakers side of things. Um, I have ball is questionable. Um. That's what I got for the Lakers. I, I don't know if he's going to play, if he's out. Um, I think he's not going to play, uh, but we'll we'll see how it all plays out. But I, I don't think he'll play. Um, let's talk- if, 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 if you don't mind me saying, it, I, I've got Lonzo Ball projected to come back on March the second. Okay, right. so yeah. Neither one of us expecting to play. So yeah. I'm going to put him as questionable because Lakers didn't submit their injury report. So I don't know for a fact he's out. So um, playing on the safe side and t- taking the questionable tag. <laughs> with Houston here. Um, obviously, Capella coming back hurt Freed. Um, you know, Freed's been a guy that has been super solid, you know, with Capella out. I don't think Freed goes away. Um, I still think they're going to get Freed minutes somewhere. Um maybe it's PJ Tucker that loses minutes, which it should be. Um they like PJ Tucker for defense, but Capella has been like now it's time to just let Nene ride the bench, right? And just have him there if somebody gets hurt and give Capella like 30 minutes and give you know, still give Fareed minutes. Um let's talk about it. What are we looking at here on Houston? Yeah, my favorite play from the Houston Rockets is uh Chris Paul. And he may end up being everybody's favorite play, but it doesn't matter. This price, $7,600. We just got to hope that him and Rondo don't get in a fight and we'll get a full allotment of fantasy points from him. Uh, This should be a dynamic spot for him on the road, back in L.A., you know, going against one of his good buddies, not going to take it easy on him, probably going to be screaming at the refs, going to have a bad attitude, but I think we'll get the fantasy production we need. So $7,600. Uh, re- really like that price. James Harden, I've been waiting. Price is starting to come down. I really like it. Um, he's, he's, he's the one stud that I actually think might get lost in the shuffle today. And and, and I don't uh, – he's probably going to get lost in my shuffle. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have exposure to him, even though I'm multi-entering. I think, I think he's the one guy I'm going to take a hard stand on. But, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he came out and had a, had a dynamic game. But I think he's the guy that I'm going to end up fading. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, with Shumpert out, I don't want to, you know, try to figure out what Capella is going to do and what they're going to do with Fareed right now. I'm with you, though. I do think Fareed still gets 18 to 20 minutes a game, 
And I think Capella gets 28 to 30 minutes a game. And um, especially especially on the front side of him coming back, um, I, I do still think Faree will get more, you know, more than what he was getting everywhere else. But I think, you know, of course, you just can't play him at 6,300. But my number one play from Houston, uh, ironically, I'm not interested in a lot of these guys, but Chris Paul, 7,600, uh, my, my favorite play from Houston, hands down. You know, obviously, I have a lot more grass on this slate when we're doing this podcast because I've done a lot of premium content already. I've done a lot of my research, and, like, the guy that really, really stands out on Houston is Eric Gordon. Um, he's really cheap, Will. 4400 oh, yeah. yeah. for Eric Gordon. Like, at that price, if he gets you 25 fantasy points, you're super happy at that price. Now, it's only a six-game slate, so, like, if he gets you 30, you know, you're heading to the, you know, ticket windows. And when we look at, we look at, like, DVA and stuff for this matchup, like, the Lakers kind of struggle with guys like this, um, a Harden and a Gordon. For all the reasons that we like Harden, we should like Gordon. And it's not like Gordon's not getting his shots up with Harden and Paul, you know, on the court with him. So, He's probably getting better looks with Chris Paul back. So, Eric Gordon was a guy that really stood out to me. I hate playing the guy when he is priced appropriately, but I think this might be the lowest price we've seen him all year. And it makes no sense. You know, he's coming off of three straight games over 25 fantasy points, and his prices come down every game. Um, so, Eric Gordon, um, a guy that stands out to me in this matchup. But yeah, I like Harden a lot, I like Chris Paul a lot. Um, certainly going to end up with one of Paul or Chris Paul or Harden on my lineup, depending on how the build goes. Because, well, let's talk about the other side of this game and King James, uh, probably my favorite play on the entire slate as far as just floor slash ceiling slash I want him in my lineups. Yeah, and now we're about to get playoff <laughs> playoff drive. LeBron, I saw a tweet earlier today. LeBron says he's going in the playoff mode earlier than usual because they're in the 10th spot. So, listen, say what you want to say about LeBron. You know, some some like him, some don't. The bottom line is this. He does this every year, goes on these incredible runs to get his team geared up for the playoffs. And this year his team is on the outside looking in right now. He's not trying to get up to, like, the three seed. Uh, He's trying to get in. (laughs) Right, right. So, I think – I, I think we're going to see, you know, Cleveland LeBron where he just does it all. And I think, it, you know, I think at certain spots in this game, I think it's going to be, hey, and they're at home too, which I really like about this. They're coming off the break. He's at home. So he hasn't had to travel. He probably got back home, you know, Monday Monday morning or Monday evening or something like that after, after traveling from Charlotte. Maybe he made a pit stop in Cleveland to see some family. We don't know. The bottom line is he's been at home. He's not going to have to travel. It's going to be really good for his body. I I, I really like uh, James as well. Uh, I I think you know, fifty fantasy points is kind of the floor for this spot for him, uh, as long as Houston doesn't punch him in the mouth too early. So uh, I, I'm excited about James. The, the other the other pieces though, some of these guys are a little bit too cheap. Even with James playing, I still think Brandon Ingram at fifty six hundred. I think that's too cheap. He's a guy that. 
you know, we've still seen be able to, you know, churn out some fantasy production. Not as much when LeBron is there, but uh, if he gets you 30 fantasy points at this price, I think you'll take it. Um, and, and I don't think that would exclude you from a tournament. We've got Kyle Kuzma at 5,900. He's kind of the wild card. Uh, but but I think his price, I think you still take a shot on him. I think the one guy that I'm not as interested in today are going to be these bench guys trying to full, figure out – and Bullock's going to play big minutes, but trying to figure out what Bullock's going to do, trying to figure out what Caldwell Pope's going to do, trying to figure out if they're going to give Lance Stevenson minutes. So those would be the guys that I would avoid. But LeBron, Kuzma, and Hart Le- – I mean LeBron, Kuzma, and Ingram – those are guys that, that I would look at, and, and maybe JaVel McGee, maybe. So McGee, foul trouble last time uh, against Atlanta, uh, picked up early fouls, didn't come back in the second quarter, but they um, they went really small in that game for what it's worth. You know, I played McGee against Atlanta. I remember watching some of that game, and they went really small. Um, one of the other guys that we need to mention here for the Lakers is Reggie Bullock. Um, he's another guy that's pretty cheap across the industry has come in and, you know, played 35, 31 um, minutes since joining this team. Uh, So, like, you you know, you look at it and obviously, you know, you have to wonder if the minutes are going to stay secure here um, because I'm pretty sure Hart's coming back, right? Isn't he back? Yeah, Hart is back. Um... He's probable. So, like, does does Hart – does Josh Hart hurt Bullock's minutes um, is the biggest question, I guess, that we need to ask ourselves. And if you don't think so, like, if, if Bullock starts, you kind of project him for, like, 28-plus minutes. But, you know, obviously it's a late lock, so you might not get that news. So you got to kind of decide if you want to roll the dice or not. But um, they wouldn't have brought Bullock in if they didn't want him to play um, with LeBron. So that, that's kind of how I approach it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of off Bullock today. Um Really don't need him either. They yeah, that's, that's, I don't know. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. my point exactly. Look at that! I interrupted you again, and um, you know, great minds think alike. Moving on, <laughs> Kings at Warriors, two thirty nine total. Golden State favored by thirteen and a half points. Um, let's talk Sacramento. Man, this is a spot I, I want to play some Kings because if this game stays close, they probably have solid games, but. It's really hard to think this game stays too close. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Dare I say, just like LeBron is probably going to try to get his team geared up for the playoffs, I mean, you got to think Golden State's going in playoff mode now. You know, I've got to commend Sacramento. They've done a, a fantastic job there this year with this team. Uh, but I don't. I mean, the Golden Golden State's pretty much going to be in well oil oil machine mode. Uh, I, I do still think you can get away with a few pieces from this game. If you think it's going to be a blowout, I think you start looking at guys like Bogdanovich. Um, he would be be the first guy that I would look at. Maybe Marvin Bagley. Maybe you know so, something like that. I think those would be my two guys because I think those two guys would be guys that would get somewhat. Uh, somewhat a form of extended minutes uh, if there was a blowout. So maybe they go from 25, 26 minutes to maybe like 30 minutes. Um, And maybe they kind of let them run a little bit. And then, you know, maybe they bring in Harry Giles to run with them. But, uh, you know, I do think Fox is is appropriately priced 7,100. I think that's fine. 
Buddy Hill, 6,400, playing about 34 minutes a game on average. I think that's fine. Um, and and then Willie Colley Stein, man, I know he's got to deal with Boogie, but he's 4,900. He's another one of those friend centers that if you if you get it right and he happens to have a big game along with Boban, you know, it can just really open up your lineup. But uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Golden State wins pretty handedly here. So my main two pieces would be Bagley and Bogdanovich. Well, the other guy, you know, the thing we need to mention here is Harrison Barnes came in, played 41 minutes against Denver um, for the Kings. 19 shot attempts. Um, If Barnes is going to start shooting this much, we need to jump on it early uh, because once the price raises and, you know, people catch on, we don't want to do it. So I don't mind playing him against this former team here, kind of just hoping that, they're going to run him out um, and let him play big minutes and let him shoot because it's all about, you know, shooting and getting minutes for him. He's a guy that can rack up steals and, um, you know, get rebounds and assists. So um, Harrison Barnes would be the other guy that, you know, just to add to your uh, list that you had going there. What are you doing here um, with the Warriors? Well, I think we've got to decide what we're going to do with DeMarcus Cousins. I know that's kind of the, the, the big thing, but I honestly think he's the most important piece of the puzzle from the Warriors from a fantasy point perspective, mainly because the minutes have been trending up. I mean, th- this is important. You know, he was playing. They had him capped at about 25 minutes. And, yeah, you said, oh, well, it's only two or three extra minutes. But two or three extra minutes for him could mean 10 extra fantasy points. I mean, legitimately 10 extra fantasy points. He closed out uh, the last game before the break in Utah. He played 28 minutes. So, you know, and, you know, you look at even the little blurb there, talking about Cousins has moved into the next phase of his recovery and can progress past his previous restriction of about 25 minutes. We are now getting close to a 30-minute DeMarcus Cousins, and I don't think they're going to roll him out 30 every night. But I think some nights we'll see 30. Uh, I, I think this is the spot to play him. So, you know, I know I'm adding another center to the to the, to the the plate here. But, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins at 6,100, going to play around 30 minutes. He's kind of the number one play for me. Uh, realistically, Kevin Durant and Curry are too cheap. But I've been fading both of these guys since Boogie's been playing minutes. And it's worked out just fine. And I think it's going to work out just fine again. So I'm going to fade all these guys, every single Golden State Warrior outside of Boogie Cousins. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the KD and Curry fade. Um, Probably green, too. Um, Don't mind Boogie. I don't know if I'll end up on him. The other guy I like is Clay though. Um, Clay's not priced like Curry or Durant. And when he gets hot and he puts up those 50-point games – at 6,500, he breaks slates. So Clay would be the other guy. Like, if I'm entering multiple tournaments here, I would have him in my player pool because, one, the Kings stink at guarding the two. Um, they're one of the worst teams in the league for years now, and they really struggle defending the three-point line. So, like, Clay Thompson's a guy that can go out and have a big game here. In three meetings this year, he's averaging 39 fantasy points. Um which puts him a little over 6X, uh, right at 6X here. So Clay would be the guy. I, I don't think I'd play Durant or Curry. I'm with you. But I don't mind maybe playing like a Clay and Cousins, running it back with maybe a Buddy Heald or a Fox or somebody um, 
or or just playing the Golden State guys. I don't hate that either. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, that's it. First day back in the books. Uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're gonna get out of here. Will, give me your favorite game to go either over or under. Man, give me Phoenix Cleveland. I- I'm gonna take the over. All right, Phoenix Cleveland over. I like that though. Two really bad defensive teams. I'm gonna take the under in the Boston Milwaukee game. Uh, it's at 228. I'm gonna take the under in that game. Yep. Uh, favorite play under 5K, not the 7X. Can't say Dwayne Wade. <laughs> you said to to not 7X. To no to 7X. Favorite play oh, under okay. 5K to 7X. Yeah, this is uh this is an interesting one. And uh, initially, I, I thought I was going to go one way. I, I think I'm going going another way. Uh, give me Boban. Yeah, that was the guy. That was the right guy. That's the right guy. I've got I've got another one that I think is really going to crush, but I'll I'll, I'll save him for later. Mine's Dwayne Wade. Um, if anybody hasn't been paying attention to the podcast, I really like Dwayne Wade today. Uh, over eight K, not to five X. Who's your bust on this slate? Give me Curry. Yeah, I get that. Give me Kyrie Irving. Sticking to my trend of not liking that basketball game. Favorite 6X play. Who's your guy that's going 6X today? Man, this this was a tough one. Was going to take this, my guy. No, no, no. Well, you know what? I could. This is a guy I really like today in this spot. Give me Josh Jackson, man. I, I, I like this game. Give me Josh Jackson. It's not my guy, Will. My guy today to 6X is none other than Ben Simmons. Um, no Embiid. Like the, like, I, I'm telling you, I, I like that game. Like I like a Simmons, Boban, run it back with Dwayne Wade. Type of the build here. Um, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Will I really like it? Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Man, settle in. You know, if you're confused early on, just take some time off and wait for the Damian Lillard news and hope you get it. And I think we'll get it. But uh, and then after that, just kind of make some decisions. But try to find one or two guys that you know you're going to play for sure, and and, and that way. You know, you, you, you can settle in and, and, and get yourself going. That's all I got. Make sure you join the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Listeners League. It's right there in the comments. Scroll down on the podcast page when you hit the Morning Grind as you're listening to it. Join our league. Have some fun with us. 75-entry tournament-ish. I don't even know if we can call it a tournament. Um, winners get put in a weekly game. The weekly game winners will end up playing against each other. Um, not only do they get a $25 ticket uh, to a fantasy draft contest, but the weekly or monthly winner will get NBA tickets. Will, that's going to wrap it up here for this awesome, awesome Thursday. Glad to have you back. Um, we'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you then.